Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Ralph Von Dalf. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? I couldn't hear the theme song, by the way. You son of a bitch. Don't start with that. I'm, don't don't, start, start, don't with start up with me. Don't, don't start up with me. I, I heard it. It was fine. Don't how are you? Don't unnecessarily lie to me again. <laughs> <laughs> the zero-sum game, game yep. lie. But don't you dare do that again. <laughs> Ryan, guess what's coming just around the corner for Christ's sake? I think I know. I think I've been waiting for it all year, baby. Hashtag Dorktober 5, a new right. beginning. And mm-hmm. why we're calling it a new beginning is twofold. One, the fifth Friday the 13th was a new beginning. But mm-hmm. also, because this is the first year that we are part of a shared universe, or right. dare I say a gooniverse. Dare we say. And we are going to uh, combine efforts and get a new top 50 horror list. Yes. Which needs to be done. We've already complained about it in the past. Uh, first of all, it was only three people voting previously. And Uncle Buck, loving to pieces, but he fucked up the count. Is no, what he did. I, and the other thing, too, is like I kind of fucked it up, too. Like I you fucked, fucked that it up, up too. Yep. No, but he his way of doing it, and not to beat a dead horse, but his way of doing it was a little bit different. He took... All the movies we had in common ranked them the highest versus right. like how we actually had them ranked. But anyway, uh, this go around, Jason Rossi, he of the Rossi horrible take of the week. Yes. Mac and Goo of the Mac and Goo podcast. And you and I, the five biggest horror fans in the shared universe, ranked our favorite movies from one to 50. Rossi did the math. Bless his heart. And we are going to reveal, this is what's going to be cool too, is we're going to do some standalone episodes. I think all the different Mm -hmm. pods are going to do standalone episodes, but we're going to release on like Twitter and the social medias, 
throughout the month, like one or two movies a day to sort of count it down. So starting on October 1st, we're going to release, I think, uh, number 50 and number 49, and then on down the way we go. So in the way he did this this time, I was looking at the spreadsheet, which yeah. I can say I created because it was a Google sheet that I just, he said, I need your list. And I put it on a Google sheet and then the math came off of that. So Well, good, because I think that made yeah. it a lot easier. Every So every movie that we had in first place got 50 points. Every second place got 49 points and so on and so forth. So the, the numbers got a little bigger. But I think Ross, I think I'm looking at the list and giving it a first glance. It's a solid list. I mean, I so, actually love the list. Like, there's and, clearly, yeah. it's clearly not my one through fifty because it's, there's five people voting. Mm-hmm. But I actually really like it. I think it, I think it represents different decades, different kinds of horror, like different everything. And what's also cool, and we can reference it as we go, is because he has like the count next to it. Right. You can see like who liked it the most, who, who didn't, didn't rank it at all, who didn't rank yeah. it at all. Yeah, and that cool. was that was pretty interesting to see like yeah a movie like um I'm not gonna show you tell you where it lands, right? But a movie that I high and hold in hair Jesus Christ. What a movie I hold in very high regard, yeah. Army of Darkness. Yeah. I had it really high, but yeah. two other people didn't even have it on their list. I also had you had it on your list. I don't know if I did. I don't know if Might I did. Been. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I did. There's a movie that I had in my top five that nobody else ranked in their top 50. I'm not going to say what that is, but because I had it so high, I think it's on the list. So we will discuss it's on it the list. Yeah, we will. But and this is great because then we can hash it out. And what I also found pretty funny is just like a quick skim of it was mm-hmm. there were certain movies that Mac and Goo both ranked and nobody else did. And there were a couple yeah. that you and I ranked and nobody else did, which is just kind of funny because like, yeah, probably just from years of conversation about said mm-hmm. movies but anyway so that Night is flyer to come. My teeth. we will do uh it won't be all horror movie stuff because we have to review uh the boys season two yep. when that finishes up they have a couple more episodes so we will do that we are gonna do uh hubie halloween as promised davy can't wait for that that comes out <laughs> i fell down that's well, actually a, a clip from the film yeah <laughs> we, uh, I, did the voice. I did the dub he did i did the dub what well, what do you mean? <laughs> Reggie, did you make this video? No. No. So <laughs> Hubie Halloween comes out the 7th. I'm not sure when we're going to do that because I think the boys season two ends around there. But at some point in Dorktober, we might mix in a few uh, dork shorts as we did before. And maybe the most exciting news, Ryan, we're bringing back the murder mystery. I'm bringing it back. I got it yeah. in my I saw it on Instagram. I got it in my hands today. Today I got it. I think mine's so- in route. I ordered it because so this time. Uh, I will still scan it in. So if you guys watched the YouTube version of it, you'll still have the pictures and you can help us solve it. But this time, because let's face it, we got absolutely boned by the smallest little detail on the photo. And not being able to see it. Yeah. And so I, out of the group, have the worst eyesight. So I was the only one that had the hard copy. And so Davey Eyeballs couldn't save us. This time he can, because everybody Mm -hmm. doing it, uh, Nicole's going to be back. Uh, Both the Davies are going to be back. And we are all going to have our own copies. So we're going to be able to figure this thing out. We're going to solve this son of a bitch. We're going to get it. That's the plan anyway. And and we're going to try to do it in such a way that we do it in one shot. Which I think is daunting, but I also think, excuse me, I think it's it's daunting, but I think it's worth a shot. Yeah. So... Anyway, so you want to get to the news? Or is that what you're trying to like move this right along? Or what are we I doing? Can't yeah. Figure this goddamn thing out. <laughs> Just when I think I haven't figured out, I do not. But yes, Ryan, let's get let's get to the news. This week in the yeah! 
All right. The big news is the MCU has officially pushed everything back to 2021. It's really no surprise, but we got some official dates as there's gonna they're punting on 2020, the pandemic year. There's gonna be no new MCU movies. Again, not a huge shock, but this is what we have now. Black Widow is gonna come out in May of 2021. Shang-Chi is going to come out in July of 21 and the Eternals November of 21. I'm okay with it. I'm honestly okay with this because I think after Endgame, we need a little, we need a little breathing room. We need to get, we need to miss it a little bit. You know what I mean? But my problem with this is I think they have a lot of the TV show stuff done and Mm -hmm. they're probably waiting for like a little clue in black widow or like a post credit scene in shang chi or something in order to release these movies or these tv shows mm-hmm. and disney plus as we've discussed does not have a ton of crap on there so hopefully like wandavision doesn't rely on these and they can just release wandavision but i'm still waiting for the falcon and winter soldier like where's that i was supposed to be yeah. like in august i think uh i'm really the more i think about wandavision the more kind of excited i am for it i mean we talked yeah. about it a little bit last week and it looks pretty cool i spent some time after that kind of researching house of m i i don't i never really read house of m so i was i dabbled a little bit in that and it's kind of a cool story yeah it's definitely so in, uh, like yeah. an ex like a uh something worth doing now i don't know again can they bring in like magneto into this world can they bring in like it's i think they're going to do different things mm mm-hmm. mhm but I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a real mind f, if you will. Shown off, man. Yeah. Speaking of comic book stuff, Ryan, the boys uh, with the success of season two is already getting. We knew they were getting picked up for a third season, but they are also getting a spinoff show on Prime, and it's gonna be like a Vought College. And we talked about in the comics that there's a lot more teams, sort of like mm-hmm. Teen Titans esque teams, like the Teenage Kicks, and like yeah. a few other ones like that. And they were fun, and that was like a really so. That's in the very first book. That's I read the the teenage kicks are staying in that hotel, and you have that weird panel where you can see all the rooms and like what's going on. Um, yeah, and it, none of it good. No, none no, of no, it no. good. None of, none of that's great. So I don't know if it's going to be that, but I feel like it's going to be something like that. It's going to be a bunch of uh, quote heroes. I think trying to like eventually get into the seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, more good TV news. I haven't watched it yet, but Fargo season four debuted last night. They released two episodes back to back, so I got it on the DVR. I'll probably start it maybe even right after this. It was a bit of a long day yesterday. We oh went from the Patriots to the last Red Sox game to what now is the last Celtics game. Yep. To a pretty good Sunday night football game. So it was it was not oh my on gosh, my everything. Yeah. You throw in you throw in Tom Brady's got the four thirty game. I right. had to work nine to one in the morning, so it was just like it was a full day. So I've hey. not gotten there yet, but I'm looking forward to it. You can't make more hours in the day. We wish we could, though. Don't we? <laughs> Come on. When's uh, when's daylight shavings? Am I right? right? Yeah. Uh, the haunting of Bly Manor had like a full on trailer. This thing looks spooky. You want something am, spooky? You're getting something it. spooky. I'm into it. So that's coming out October nineteenth. Yep. Shit. Maybe we squeeze that in at the tail end of uh, Dorktober. I think we could. I, I think, think we could. I think there might be a, a because the haunting of Hill House was good and it was definitely worth talking about. So this. Oh, and I ripped through that. Yeah, so. and that was real spooky. That I oh, still think about spooky. that sometimes. But I'm like in the basement and I shut all the lights off and it's in the dark. I still like envision some of those those ghosts. The car scene still got me. Ooh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, 
I also think the really tall ghost that would like look under the bed. Yeah, I didn't care for that. No, kind of scary. And what do they call her? The crooked neck lady or something like that? Oh, yeah. Was it the bent neck lady? Or is that from the neck lady? That's what it was. She was in that too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries Volume 2 will come out on Netflix in Dorktober on the 19th. We did an episode on Volume 1. I thought it was pretty good. I know uh, Nicole, who joined us, was not a huge fan of it, but I, I thought most of the episodes were pretty compelling. Pretty compelling. And there were some that frustrated me more than... I think it started out hot with the guy going through the ceiling. And yeah. then it See, got I a like little the weird. Alien I, the Alien one was more funny to me than it yeah. was compelling, but okay, some just frustrating. The French family was frustrating. Right, because that one's like, I think we all know who did it. It's just like you can't find the guy. You can't, and yeah, you can't find gone. him, and he's he's in the wind. You can't, yeah, you know. And that's frustrating to me. That was frustrating. But the good news is, and I should probably follow up on some of them. But it, it felt like they got so many tips and like some legitimate tips after the fact. Like that one kid that went to the house party. Right. I think they they ended up they reopened the case. Yes. So I mean, that's good. Maybe, maybe, and maybe that's what they'll do. Because remember, when you watch the show, they would give you updates like, "Hey, thanks to you guys, like you helped this out." And now, by the time Volume Two comes out, maybe they'll have some Volume One updates. Hey, your lips to God's ears, man. Come on, Ryan. Am I right? You're right. All right, let's get to the next portion of the show, shall sure. we? Sure. I said, oh. "Come on, I'm waiting. I'm waiting." I see. You know what it is? Is I tried doing one thing one second, and then I tried doing another thing. I forgot it. This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. Well, Ryan, this is going to take a little bit of a turn because this is uh, Jason Rossi, our friend from the pop culture pile driver. Mm -hmm. He and Billy D host that podcast. And uh, normally, Rossi is good for one or two just horrible takes in a given week. And a couple of weeks ago, it was actually Nick Fryer from the Change My Mind pod who had the worst take I had ever heard. He doesn't like Michael Scott from The Office. But 2020 is a tricky mistress. And enter my friend, Ryan Davey. This was so upsetting to me. You were on the Pop Culture Pile Driver. Mm -hmm. And the theme or the, the topic was one hit wonders. And it was a draft. And sure. Rossi got it right this time. It was a draft where... You would only take one song and nobody could repeat the songs. The format was correct. The way in which things were drafted were correct. Yes. <sighs> okay. Okay. Before, I feel like we're going to have it out right now. Come on. Yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. I am going to allow you to retort in a moment. Sure. I will wait until you're done. Okay. First question. How dare you? Don't answer that. Second question. Where do you get off? If you missed it, Ryan Davies said that Blink-182 is a one-hit wonder. I almost drove off the fucking street because they are not a one-hit wonder. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. To me, a one-hit wonder would be a group that you probably don't even know the name of the group. You just recognize the song. They never had a hit before. They never had a hit after. And it's the only thing that you would associate with them. And I don't care where it ranks on the fucking charts or anything like that. All I care about is there's one song that you know by them. And again, you probably don't even know the name. And so when you said Blink-182, I believe it was All the Small Things, which isn't even their best song, and you put that on there and I said, how on earth are they a one-hit wonder? They're one of, 
I would say my 20 favorite bands of all time. It made me sick to my stomach. Not to mention, you later drafted Janis Joplin, who is one of the greatest female musicians in the history of the world, who has, in my mind, multiple hits and is very famous. Also, that idiot Wes, not letting him off the hook, he took Lisa Loeb, not a one-hit wonder. Jackass Jason Rossi starts the podcast by saying, no rules. I'm like, no rules? Why would you even call it the one-hit wonder draft when you're just taking songs? You're just picking any goddamn song. So anyway, I'm just really upset because I know you to know more about music than anybody else that I know, but to suggest that Blink-182 is a one-hit wonder was like a punch in the nuts. You, I yield my time. Let's let's take it from the top. Now, when you started talking about one-hit wonders, what was the very first thing you said? Let me tell you, because I, I I I hung on to it. You said I already forgot. <laughs> in my mind, yeah, this is what a one-hit wonder was. Not only were there no rules to this podcast, the thing that he said that stuck in my craw. It is up to your interpretation. My interpretation is different from your interpretation. That being said, Blink-182 has had one top 40 hit in their entire career. That is all the small things. To further the point, Janis Joplin, only one top 40 hit in her entire career. That being me and Bobby McGee. Technically, those are one hit wonders. Now, if you want to argue that they should have one hit and then nothing else, if you want to argue, like I see in the chat, someone says like, they have a greatest hit CD. Fucking Alien Ant Farm has a greatest hit CD. Smooth Aaron Criminal. Carter has and... a hit greatest. Hoobastank has a greatest hit CD. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not the argument. Anybody, and it's like, the, no, for, that's for, most, for most artists, the greatest hit CD is the death rattle when they're just trying to sell just a little bit more records just so they can pay their rent. Time out. Here's the issue with this, okay? I started leaning into this, and I swear I will show you. I have this notebook. I have this notebook here that I keep all my podcast notes in. Now, I will show you this. It has not been altered since, since that draft, okay? Here's what threw me over the edge. So I have – hang on. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Here's my list, all right? I will put it up okay. here. You can yep. see right here there's a group of songs – and right there, it's underlined several times with quotations that says technically, right? Mm, I don't like I have that. a list. That's part of an argument to say technically. I have, right. Well, I, technically they are. Like, I have another one, right? Uh, Rehab by Amy Winehouse. That's technically, she's technically a one-hit wonder. I feel now, like hang on. anybody not named Katy Perry is then, therefore, a one-hit wonder. How about this one? Walk on the Wild Side by Lou Reed. Touch of Grey by the Grateful Dead, all technically the only hits by those incredibly legendary artists. Now, so then I would argue to you, Ryan, if that's the approach you want to take, why wouldn't you just take your five favorite songs? Because chances are they were all one hit wonders. I think what pushed me over the edge, because I had the second pick, right? Okay. So Rossi gets, and I'm, I'm not going to pick on Rossi as much and more than I usually do. All right. Yeah. yeah, he gets plenty of that. So it went, it went Billy. Then me, then Rossi, then Wes. Oh, wait. Okay. No, Rossi had the first pick. It was at that time when Rossi picked a song that he couldn't even say the name of the artist correctly. 
that drove me over the edge. Well, he pronounced it chameleon. He couldn't even say chameleon. He couldn't even say it. Right? Millionaire. Like, and what drove me nuts and what has always driven me nuts is like, have rules. Like, if if you you can't bitch about someone's interpretation, if if you didn't say like they have to have one hit and then nothing else. So here's my say that. Here's my take on it too. And Mm because I was having this discussion with my wife and she lost her mind. She's also a Blink 182 fan and a Janis Joplin fan. So she didn't know what's going on. I'm not never did I once say that Blink 182 was a bad band. Never once did I say that they Wait, didn't have meaningful other songs. You said they were a one-hit wonder. All I'm saying is they've only had one hit song. But a one-hit wonder, aren't you like, don't you wonder why they don't have more hits? It's up to I my interpretation. I think a one-hit wonder would be a group that you had never even heard of. In fact, the best list of a one-hit wonder would have been if you guys all drafted five songs and you went through and just reading them, you'd be like, I don't know what any of these are. But then as soon as I heard them, I'd say, oh, I know every one of these. That well, to me is what a one-hit wonder is. To me, a one-hit wonder could be I wonder why they've only had one hit, yes. like Blink-182. So it's all a matter of interpretation. So you're just and a like slave said, to the charts then for the hits? That's, that's, like my a, that's like that's saying my interpretation. a good movie is only a good movie if it makes money, not necessarily if it's well-known. I'm Hey, that's up to your interpretation. I'm just reading the things on the page. But why I'm wouldn't just playing you just, the game as it was prescribed to me. Why would somebody you just take your five favorite songs then? Because most of my favorite songs aren't one-hit wonders. But you could say to you they are. You could say that that's the only hit song that you that you think that they have. Maybe I should have. But then right. again, I would have been. See, in order to cheat this game, in order to work outside the boundaries of this game, there would have had to have been boundaries and rules. There were none. You can't no, the, blame me. So I think people who are familiar with our podcast yes. and the podcast network, mm-hmm. they know enough to blame Rossi for yeah. creating no rules. People who just see on Twitter who people took we're uh, all over you for picking Blink-182. Wait right there, my friend, because okay. with 20 hours left in the voting, with 110 votes in, I got 53% of the vote. The Rossi next closest the... person, Billy, is 23.6%. I think those polls might be a little misleading because... Hey, win's a win, baby. Well, no, because they saw your name compared to those guys' names, and I'll do respect to Billy D, but they saw those, and they just said, I'm voting for Davey. That's yeah, because I'm, I'm the fucking man. They might... No, I'm not disputing that. I'm just disputing yeah. your taste. What's the problem? So, like, not only do people have, like, if you take issue with it, fine. But, like, again, I can't cheat if there's no rules. No, there are no rules. So that's not my fault. Not I don't understand like, like this. Why... I said, I'm like Belichick. I'm like Belichick. Like, remember that well, game? He, like, he skirts. Belichick he has lost a couple of draft picks, so you might want to be careful. Well, I might lose a couple listeners now because I don't care. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I won. And not only that. But like, remember that there was a rule with like a player entering the field, like at a, you know what I mean? And then like Belichick found like the loophole in it, and then the next year they changed it. Oh, yeah. That guy, fine. Yeah, I'm an I innovator, just, baby. No, I do think that you can't have, you can't complain after the fact if no. you didn't create any rules. That's my point, and that's the point I was trying to make. And then with the Janis Joplin pick, I was just leaning into it at that point. Well, yeah, I'm like, lost she, their like mind. In the rock- I'm like. But they didn't even like argue the Janis Joplin one, which I was right. like, "What do you guys know?" And How I didn't say anything. That? I mean, the whole time I was rolling my eyes. I'm like, "Like, you know, I get like, what the fuck was that? Tipsy by Jaquan, Shake It by Metro Station. Like, they yeah, not. I don't. Like, I don't know what, what we're the doing. hell is going on. Um, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, you gotta be by Desiree. That was my mother's graduation song from nursing school. Like, that's gonna be <laughs> like your fucking ace in the hole. Like, come put on, that in, put that in get my out of my face. Put that so, in my five. The people who listen to this, the people who listen to this understand me, right? Yeah. Can I come clean now? Can I come clean? 
if you if on you'd this like podcast. to. I would yeah, like I mean, to get this off a, my this chest. This is a trust tree in the nest. Do I honestly believe that Blink-182 is a one-hit wonder? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But you know what? Don't hate uh, the player, baby. Hate the game. That's not yeah. my fault. No, this is it's a game issue. It's, it's a, a game, game issue. issue. But I was a little upset that you st- stooped to that level, or you just didn't go fucking all in and were just like, I don't even know, like whatever your five favorite songs are, and be like, one hit. Well, technically, it's a one hit one. And the other thing that was driving me nuts, what it, the other horrible Rossi take that we can make that I heard was that he won't regard Michael Jackson as a wonderful pop artist, <laughs> but lists the Jackson Five as the best boy band of all time. And I'm like, how can you do that? He's like, well, I don't listen to either. Then like, how the fuck? Yeah, how can know. you do that? I don't, I don't know. Like, they, there's like, if you want to play, no rules. Yeah. Like, no think, rules. Of like, think of like a hardcore wrestling mat. I'll speak their language. Think of like a hardcore match. Yeah. That's like saying like, no hardcore, no rules. And then bitching you got hit with a chair. Like, yeah. that's just the way it is. You want to play no rules, it's no yeah. rules. Staple gun. You want right. a staple gun. Tax. So it, sounds like, Tax. Richard, so it sounds like you came at me a little bit, but now you're kind of on my side. Well, no, I get it. I just feel like I would have had an either I would have had a different approach. I would have just gone five, like here here are my five favorite songs, and they're all one hit to me. Or like I just feel like because you did take a couple like legit one hit wonders also. I did well in the first two. The first two I did. I took yeah, uh, was it uh-huh? take on me yeah, and I took uh, I think all the small things was my second pick. Actually. Oh yeah, no. So right right. But away, then I, I took my Sharona, which is like one of the greatest one. Oh yeah, my and Sharona's then, a great and one. And then uh, Groove is in the heart, which is a fucking banger yeah. song. This thing like, was an absolute gong show, though, from start to finish. Oh, absolutely. So it's me leaning into it. It show. has nothing to yeah. do with like whether or not I think Blink-182 yeah. is... A, they're not. They're I absolutely I not. Love but in, but yeah. if you had set those ground rules, if you had given me... You, you know, so what would you mean a little bit? What, what would your rules be if if you were going to do the same thing? Forget you mm-hmm. ever even did that episode, and yeah. and somebody came up to the idea and was like, "Hey, we're doing a one hit wonders ep- uh, podcast." Mm-hmm. What what would your parameters be? If you my could, parameters uh, would be, it would have to be like you said, a a song from an otherwise like unknown artist, so like came onto the scene and that was their first song and only song, and probably last, right? So like. <laughs> yeah. you, so if you think of a band like, like here's a perfect one that was on my list. It was actually really high on my list that I would have taken had I not played this little game. Um, I would have taken No Rain by Blind Melon. Okay. That is the song that was their they were that one was their hit. first release song. It was a fucking smash, and then you never heard from them again. Yep. There was I, a, a I thought of uh would you call Eagle Eye Cherry Save Tonight? Yes. One hit wonder. Yep. I would call uh, Just a Friend by Biz Marquis. There's another ooh. one that was on my list. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I had a fucking banger list that I was yeah. just like, and that's why I went at Rossi a little bit. I'm like, the fucking shit I didn't even pick is better than anything you you picked, yeah. right? Um, Walking on Sunshine, Katrina and the Waves. Like, that yeah. song's incredible. And they broke up, like, right after that song came out. So, like, there are bands like that yeah. who either disbanded right after they t- tasted success, someone died, or you know what I mean? So it was like... Right. I know in my head what a one-hit wonder Yeah, because I would say, too, and it's kind of wordy to explain, but I would say if I played you a song, you would absolutely know who it, you know, you'd actually recognize the song. And then yeah. if I found their second best song, whatever the metric is for their second you've best song. you never heard it. You'd yeah. be like, I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Or you'd right. be like, name another song by that artist. You'd be like, I have no, no chance. Um, what's another one I had? Uh what about is uh, Closing Time by Semisonic? Yes, that's right. absolutely. And, and the 90s, wonder. and they were very 90s heavy. Yeah, I think my list would have been. just The 90s were, yeah. were like, with TRL, with singles being such a thing, and albums not being a huge thing, like, 
that was a huge problem in the 90s. There's all these bands that are just one hit wonders. Uh, I'm thinking like, uh, yeah, like Semi Sonic. Uh, yeah. Fucking, uh, was Marcy's the, Playground? Would you say Sex, sex and, candy? and Candy? That's, yeah, yeah, there's one hit. And uh, even, I, like that. I was going to say Bare Naked Ladies, but that's not true. Um, no, they have they have a bunch. They, they have, have a bunch. One week in Old Apartment and everything else. Uh, but there was all Wilson. those. Uh, remember, uh, fucking uh, Barely Breathing, Duncan Sheik. Like, there's one. Uh, uh, what about uh, Natalie and Bruglia and Bruglia? Torn. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's one. Oh, like, so, I, was... so I want it known, nice. right? I want it known yeah. on the podcast that I know what yeah. a one hit wonder is, and I chose to play the game another way. And guess what? They the proof, as they say, is in the is in the pudding, and I fucking pudding. won. Won it. Going away, and then yeah. what happened? What happens is what always happens, right? Is they and Goo took a shot at me. And Goo, you're not safe from this yet. Goo took a shot, right? Mm. Mm. So they come in like, oh, David, buying votes. No one likes me enough to care buying about this. votes. Buying not votes, not a thing. Like, not a thing. Votes? And like, I retweeted it, of course. But like, who am I? Like, they're like, oh, like, oh, it's the, the dork people just voting for Davey because he's Dave. No one likes me enough to do that. No. So how and dare I, you? I'm, I didn't I'm even, thankful enough to say and that. And I didn't vote for you. I, yeah. I voted for Billy D. You can kiss my grit. <laughs> Billy had, a, had Billy, if if I weren't so good at this game, Billy yeah. had the best list out of all, he all did. three of them. Yeah. Although you could argue that Vanessa Carlton's not a one-hit wonder. but You could she, argue that. So there were some. She's again, closer than, yeah. But it was up to our interpretation. <laughs> right? So, like. Don't get fucking mad at me. You know, you called a hardcore match. You got a hardcore match. Yeah. Could I take uh, BYOB by System of a Down? Because technically, I think that was their only hit. You could have. That's yeah. the only. I think honestly, that's the only. I song think that's that like their only hit. Hit. If you yeah. if you're playing top forty charts, you could have. You would have mm. been complete within your right because a there was no rules, and b <laughs> it's up to your interpretation. So don't and the I said only to rule them, is there are no rules, right? And I said to them, for people who say no rules and interpretation, you're certainly bitching about rules and interpretation now. Yeah, like yeah, figure it out. And Goo said, so I was like, I'm gonna get to you, Goo, son of a bitch. He was like, they were talking about like buying votes or whatever. And he's oh yeah, like, yeah. he's like, that must be Keith because Davey's never won shit. Like the last time I was on here, I fucking doubled everybody up too. So there you go. So suck on an egg. So there you go. Suck and again, on an egg. Friars with me in the chat. It's all Rossi's fault. You blame Rossi. Don't blame me. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're, I mean, ultimately, it, what? Come down, it, it comes down to Rossi. What? I'll never repeat that again. No, say it again. I was just saying Rossi. <laughs> Rossi was definitely wrong, but I felt you said like... something before that. I think you breezed over it, though. No, I think we're having trouble with my internet here. But yeah, I think so, too. I don't know. So that's just... That's how that, that's how that went. It got people fired up. It got the people talking. Hey, that's what we want, right? You know? We want we want interaction. We want Content listenership. Skin. We Content want interaction, skin. and we want to know that we respect the listeners. We had some jack wagon. Apparently, we didn't respond to, and then he decided to leave us a three star review because he says we have poor listener interaction. And here I am. My DMs are dry as a fart, man, and wide open. <laughs> so you know you you weren't talking to me. So. I feel like I actually respond to a decent amount of stuff on Twitter. You and and again, like you're not going to respond to the Keith Twenty One account, but you'll respond no, to dark stuff. I, I'm I'm on the dork Twitter account way more than the other one, and so I'll and let me I'll tell look you at that I'll retweet stuff, I'll like stuff, I'll do all that. In the spam stuff, in like the message requests, gets lost in the shuffle sometimes because they don't give you an alert for that. Like sometimes oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even check that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true yeah. too. But yeah, so DMs are open on that too. So if you guys, you can DM us, you can email us dorkpodcast at gmail You can uh, uh, tweet us at dorkpodcast, whatever. We're on Instagram, so whatever you want to do. And so the yeah. last thing I want to say about this is yeah. yes, yes, 
the Blink-182 take was bad, but it was intentionally bad. How do you like that? How do you like that? In your face, everybody. In your face. In your face. All right, here we go. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you have? Well, first of all, what I got, Richard, as I got, as as always, the video game minute is brought to you by our wonderful friends at Wild Bill Soda. Go to wildbillsoda.com. Get you some. What are you doing? Come on. Have Come a on. soda. Get some sauces. Buy some soda. Buy some juice. Buy some iced teas. They're awesome. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Get yourself a little discount. And look what they sent me, Richard. Not only did the awesome people at Wild Bill Soda send me an entire case just of ginger ale. This oh, week. they get it. They get they it. They gave me this. If you see this, this is a heavy gold coin, right? <laughs> Look at the thick side of that thing. Now, you think that's cool. It's a little collectible coin. I do Richard, like it. I'm curious. What's the point? This, anytime, once we get back to normal and life goes back to normal and Wild Bills, as they do, um, goes to trade shows and they do all their stuff at cons and all that stuff, this gold coin entitles me to free soda for life yes for yes. life so i all i have to do is go uh, to the thing present this coin that's incredible right? and i get free soda for life and you have to so save a lot of miraculous i saved a lot and by the way remember that episode of the simpsons where they kick homer out of the what is it the uh Stone cutters the, the frying dutchman oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah for the all you can eat and they wind up yeah. kicking them out that that's what you just did this is what you just did so i and you just drink all you of just your flash soda. that at yep. the next and time there's free, a and I, I bring my mug so i bring my mug i drink the coin i get free soda for life <laughs> that is the greatest news i think i've ever heard and somebody and somebody said in the chat i'm gonna make a chain like a chain <laughs> just like a big like fat cuban link and just yep. wear that all the time i love it so thank you to wild bills you guys are awesome you've been so good to us thank you so much for that um and make sure you guys go and support them again uh, veteran run and operated um so please uh check them out they're unbelievable people flipping to the actual video game news video game minute so someone mentioned that uh season six of um season six out tomorrow yeah uh, for the battle pass for war zone so if you guys there's going to be new operators new guns all that stuff apparently you can go underground now there's tunnels hey look out chuds i'm excited hey i'm didn't make the top didn't make the list no one put chud chud didn't make it Spoiler. It's all right. Top 50 list. Maybe, maybe at some point we do like cheesy 80s horror, like the best of cheesy 80s horror. Or like horror B movies. Yeah. Like Chud or like whatever. Anyway. Um, so that's coming out. Uh Amazon announced that they are doing their own cloud-based gaming service called Luna. Now I'm I it's gonna be it's gonna be completely integrated with Twitch, obviously. Or moon, I mean it means moon. Sure does. That's right. Um I'm weary of these cloud-based games, though. With everything that good that's coming out, I don't really see the need for them. Yeah. Unless it's unless it's going to be better than a console. Unless it's going to be better than a PC in some way. I mean, for some people who maybe you're a little bit more thrifty, maybe you want to, you're not really into the new consoles. You want to play games that you can stream and all that stuff. I get it, but like, mm-hmm. how much more money does Amazon need? For Christ's sake, no, they're doing okay. They're doing okay. Yeah. Um, Among Us Two has been canceled. Have you played this game yet? Are you familiar no, with this game? not yet. I heard they had issues with it like a couple of weeks ago. Like people were well, trying to get on and it was crashing. Yeah. Well, the, the problem as every game like this has is it blows up. Mm. Like this, the right people start playing it at the right time and this game just blows up. So what okay. they had plans before this game took off to, to develop Among Us 2. 
But what they've decided to do now is that they're going to ramp up the production of the current game, have new modes, have new okay. maps, have all this stuff. So they're actually leaning into what they what they found success with, which I think is a smart play. Um, this game's it's like it's super simple, but a ton of fun. It's okay. basically like a I'll check it out. Yeah, it's 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 super easy and but it's like a game of hide and seek essentially, mm. um, with tasks or it's like a, a live game of Clue. And and on that, which you would be super into, yep. you know. So I, I, I like there's the that. that. Um, Animal Crossing is getting an update in November for all you Animal Crossing people out there. There are several in my house, mm-hmm. so that's so that's good. Um, and something that I was uh, I was interested in. Um, so Assassin's Creed came under fire. Um, because they had a trailer come out kind of looking at all of their heroes as they went through the game. So like, it was like a trailer based on like, you know, whoever characters in different games, zero women. Wow. Zero. So they came under some fun because there were women in these games that were one playable characters or two major characters. And they didn't show any of them in the trailer. So, what they did today, which is actually um, pretty cool, they came out with a new logo, and it's an Assassin's Creed Sisterhood logo. Um, and it's actually pretty cool. So it's like that Assassin's A, but intertwined. I know you're not going to like this, but just bear with me. Um, uh, a snake wrapped around the A. Okay. Bear with me. Ugh. So it's uh, Amoneth, I believe. it's So the, the female character from Assassin's Creed Origins, who I guess technically is the first female assassin. Okay. It's a symbol for her. So that's why yeah, all right. So they come up with this new sy- symbol. And it's going to be a tattoo featured on the female character in Assassin's Creed. Um, the new one with the, okay. the Vikings. I can't think. Is it Valhalla? I can't think uh, of that. Whatever. That's one Doesn't of them. Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got two Viking games coming out, too. So we got Assassin's Creed and oh. um, God of War Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is going to be awesome. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the other thing that I wanted to in streaming news, as we speak right now, Dr. Disrespect, who has taken his talents to YouTube, is currently streaming with Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, right now. snap. And Odell said he is going to stream as much as he can on his YouTube page every Monday and Tuesday night. So if you Damn. guys want a new streamer to follow <laughs> on YouTube, you don't even have to sign up for Twitch. You can go on YouTube. Don't do it right now. But yeah. you can go watch uh, Dr. Disrespect and play with uh, Odell Beckham, which they'll probably be going. They'll be burning the midnight oil. At some oh, point, yeah, so. for sure. So there's the, I wanted to shorten that up. So there you go. Video game in it. Boom, bam. Like it. Ryan, you ready for the topic du jour? Look, I want you, not until you say what you said before, what you said. I'm glad you asked. And today it is Cobra Kai seasons one and two. They were originally on YouTube, part of the YouTube Red and then YouTube Premium. Uh, They are now available to stream on Netflix. And that's actually who picked it up. Mm -hmm. And so season three has already been greenlit, and that will come out on Netflix next year. But what we have here is uh, two seasons, both 10 episodes long, and both in that, like, 28 to 33-minute range uh, each episode. There was one that was a little bit longer. It was, like, 42 minutes. Yeah. The the last season of episode one was, like, 40-something minutes. Right around all there. Yeah. So let's start spoiler-free, as we do with all of our TV and movie reviews. And uh, Ryan, let me ask you first, did you like it? Hell yeah. Yeah. The show is the shit. Yeah, the show is the show's really good. Uh, 
I didn't see it when it was on YouTube. I literally just watched it in the last couple of weeks. And we had we had been getting a bunch of requests mm-hmm. for it, like popping up on Twitter, popping up on email. You know, they were like, hey, you guys got to check the show out. Have you watched this? Have you watched this? And I hadn't. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And, and you know, thrifty sons of guns, because I yeah. we, when it first came out, it had it had great buzz. But I'm like, I'm not paying 40 bucks for YouTube TV. Right. Like, I, mean, I, like, I don't have that. I don't need it. And that seemed yeah. like the only show that I would even want on top of it right you know or like to the only reason to get it but where would you stand as a uh kid of the 80s and really 90s but kid of the 80s and 90s karate kid were you a big karate kid guy little karate kid guy medium karate kid guy i think of i know and i think karate kid came out what 84 or 85 okay so i didn't see obviously i was three when that movie came out but i saw it I think it was six or seven. Um, and once I saw that movie, I became like obsessed with karate. So much so that my brother and I were trying to do karate. They were, it, this is on film, mind you. It's somewhere where my older brother and I are standing there in geese, right? And then we're, sure. I'm like doing the karate pose with the open hand, the flat hands. Yeah. And my mother and my brother's off screen, off camera. You can be there like, what are you guys doing? And we say, we're doing crowdy because that's how I said it. Sure. And then it turned into my brother, um, seven, I was maybe six, um, kicking me in my testicles oh, and me no. falling to the ground. And to <laughs> us, that was karate. That well, that's you know it, I mean? man. That's the top of the chart. So <laughs> which I would like you and now and this I will say this too, because I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget. Okay. Um I historically don't really like teen shows. Okay. Um, like Riverdale, like I'm not really into like high school stuff, but like this isn't really that. It has that element to it, and I think that can capture that younger audience. Yeah, but- this this is less that because when you watch like 90210 or Riverdale or shows like that, shows that I like, all of the main character, like the main main characters are the kids, and like yes. the parents are like involved, but then like they eventually get kind of like pushed out like in 90210 it's like there's no there's no more parents whereas no, like, no supervision here at all as like yeah. obviously there are a couple of kids that we'll get to that are the main characters but then you have obviously the two main guys from karate kid that are back 34 years later reprising their roles mm-hmm. and they are the main character like they are the main guys i mean especially obviously johnny lawrence yes now i would like you to tell the story that you told me about you and your father doing karate because <laughs> this story is awesome are you talking about oh so when you saw when your father saw someone oh, break yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so we, we did, i forgot all about the story so <laughs> i did taekwondo actually oh, sorry for like a year different or so. country different country that's korean maybe yeah maybe yeah yeah but so that I, just to get it right i didn't do yep. karate. i did taekwondo but it was like it was like the rage and first off, the thing i'll say is like i was I don't think I liked the movie as much as like I was just aware of it because it was mm-hmm. just in every single like wax on, wax off, crane sure. kick, like all that shit. Like, and it was cool, but like I was born in '84, so certainly like I went back and saw it and like the sequels. I don't even know if I ever saw, it. but anyway, it was must have been somewhere in elementary school, and I was taking Taekwondo, and my dad also took signed up with me, and so we're both taking the class, and there was a guy in our class. Un fucking believable how he could jump. 
I've never seen a guy barefoot. Like he was barefoot, probably sure. shorter than me, and could like dunk a basketball no problem. It was insane. And so he would jump around. He would do like flips. Like he was he was next level stuff. And so some guy held a board over his head. Like the main instructor held a board over his head. This guy from a standstill jumps up in the air, spins, and kicks the board in half. One of the most impressive things I have ever seen. My jaw hit the floor. My dad's standing next to me, and he goes, yeah, I could do that with my gun. <laughs> I just picture him. I picture our nickname, your nickname for your father that I could say. Can I say this on air? Oh, yeah. Pocket Hercules. Because oh, he's yeah. He's not, not a tall guy. He's not a tall guy. Yeah. I just picture him just, like, nudging you. Yeah, I can do that. Like, in the show, you're, like, the same height. And he's like, yeah, like I can do that. <laughs> with my gun oh my gun like jared a big dick the, the taekwondo yeah. guy i love he probably, that he probably also said are you shitting me what do you think that guy <laughs> like that guy was unreal i'd never seen anything like it because think about like go to like a like a hardwood floor mm -hmm. and take your shoes off and try to jump it's the weirdest feeling like, it's you a can't terrible really feeling. do it and this guy was like spring loaded and he did like a 360 in the air and the guy like to the point where like you know, normally when you break a board, they're like holding it on both ends. Sure. This guy's just holding it up with the one hand and he still split it in half. That's it was amazing. Insane. But so, I, I ended up quitting 80s, before I even, I quit before yeah. my yellow belt. So I'm really I not fucking, well versed in Taekwondo. I was not, I tell you, as a young person in karate, like the whole first year is blocking. Like I don't want to see you trying to throw a punch. It was a ton of. That's a great point. A lot of, a lot of Miyagi Do. A lot of, lot, lot of Miyagi Do. I didn't want yeah. me. I wanted fucking Cobra Kai, but we'll get into that in a second. Yes, yes we will. Mm -hmm. um, did you see the prequels? I don't think I did. I certainly don't remember them. The prequels? Oh, I'm sorry. The sequels of, of Karate, Karate Kid. Kid. Oh, sorry, yeah, I saw sorry, them all. Sorry. I even saw the one. I even saw the one with Hillary Swank because the That's next the Karate, next Karate Kid. Kid. Yeah, because in the trailer you saw her in her bra. Hello, hello. So I was, you know, it. But I did. I saw all four. Karate Kid is technically four, right? Yeah. So Karate Kid came out in 84, then part two, 86, part three, 89. The next Karate Kid came out in 94. And then the Will Smith's Kid remake came out in 2010. Which I have an enormous problem with. But I will. Do we, okay. do we need to get into that? Or we didn't know no, I, I know what your problem is. What is it? They like. Don't they mess around with like the countries it, of origin it takes place in china yeah he learns kung fu if you i will tell you this i yeah. i not to get in you know tell tales out of school yeah but if you mix up chinese and japanese culture two J chinese and japanese people that is a huge problem not great huge problem so you like want to know what the karate is japanese and kung fu yeah. is chinese like that's a problem do you want to know what the five uh, movies so we'll, we'll count the new one also mm -hmm. so in order from the original to the to the remake or like the de facto remake the rotten tomatoes scores please i want right. to know all of them yeah 88 the first one got 88 percent. of course it as it should followed by 42 not great 16 makes sense seven <laughs> and then a, a big jump up actually to 66 percent for Which is horseshit kind of surprising it's not even karate you call it the Karate Kid. It's not even fucking karate. Seven percent for the next Karate Kid. He wasn't good. And poor Me Pat Morita. Poor Pat. Me poor Pat Morita deserved better. Uh, Cobra Kai, meanwhile, uh, Rotten Tomatoes actually for a TV show, hundred percent for season it's one. Fucking excellent. Eighty-eight percent for season two. Which I, 
I kind of like season two better. I disagree. I like season one a lot more. All right. We'll get we'll get into that here coming yep. up. Uh, I thought the story was good. Very simple, but very good. Right? You have yep. Johnny Lawrence, 34 years later. You have Daniel LaRusso, same thing. They don't live that far apart anymore. One guy's doing very well. One guy's not doing all that well. Um, I, I love it. Like very, very simple. And it's almost one of those things where you're like, how many movies could they do this with? Like how many movies from the eighties could you come back with same actors and pull it off where like at times it's kind of a little cheese to it, but it's, of course it is because it's like an eighties movie. And, but then, but there's enough of like other characters kind of calling out the cheese and like, I don't know. I think it's, it's well done. And like both actors to get them both back in on it and like to commit the way that they had, like it, it makes it great. It does. And like, I like the fact that, as you said, the story is just completely bare. It's stripped down. Like, it has yeah. no frills about it. Yeah. Um, it's not up its own ass, as we say here. And it's incredibly, like you, it's incredibly self-aware yeah. where they make references to all the movies. People a lot of flashbacks. Show, a lot of flashbacks. People show up. Yeah. Who you wouldn't expect to show up. Yeah. Um, there's songs that they play throughout that are songs that they played in the movies. Oh, they got great, like certain yeah. scenes. Um, yeah. and it's just a great it's it's like a tip of the cap to like everything you loved about 80s action movies. It's just a nice little, you yep. know, little like how you here. how do you do to it, you know? And that's why I thought the there's enough good action scenes, right? Whether it's fights actually in the dojo, fights outside of the dojos, fights at the tournament, like whatever it might be, there's good action fight scenes. I also think the comedy is pretty good. I think uh, Johnny Lawrence is fantastic. Like he's legit funny. He's to me the best part of the whole show. He is absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I think so. Somebody at some point there was a thing that I, I know a lot of people have seen this, and you might have seen it too. There was a thing that was making it rounds on YouTube, dissecting the Karate Kid movie and actually explaining that Danny Larusso is actually the villain of that story. Um, and they actually. Somebody who the showrunner here, I think it's Josh Held who did who um directed Hot Tom Time Machine. Okay. Um he had to have been aware of that because that's the core of kind of the whole movie. Yeah, they they kind of play well they and they kind of play into it too. Right. This. You know, they kind of play into it that Johnny Lawrence isn't really an asshole. Like he he's kind of a bum, but he's not an asshole, you know. Yeah, he's more layered than you would think from just watching right. like the movie. You know, they do a good job of kind of like making him more three dimensional. What would your dork score season? Uh, what would your score be per season and then overall? I'm gonna go back to back five and a halfs. Wow. So I, I'm gonna go with five a hard five for season one. Yep. And then a four for season two. Ooh. Make it a four and a half overall. Still, I still liked it. But I'll tell you why maybe season two wasn't as much my favorite coming. And I up. think I know what you're going to say. Okay. Uh, but think, good. No, if I'm, but, like, if I'm really wrong, good. there's something. Yeah. There's a point I can now make against season two. But okay. Let, Anything let else go. non-spoiler you want to hit on? Uh, ab- like we are in a lull right oh, now watch for, it. it's for a, TV. It's a watch. This is I would say as close to as the boys. Like this is as close to a must-watch as it gets. Especially yeah. you can rip. I ripped through this like you said four days. Two seasons. Oh, super quick. Yeah. Super fast. And you don't, it's one of those shows. It's not like the usual suspects where you have to be like kind of paying attention the whole time. And no, I know that's really. like a terrible, that's like a terrible sell, 
but you can actually like go rock a piss and come back and be like, all right, I know what's going on. I don't well, have to like because like... this was actually a rare show that me and my wife watched together, and it was one of those ones where like, yeah, one person could go go to the kitchen for a second, come back. You're like, do you want me to pause it? Like, no, no, we're good. Like, so yeah, funny we'll... story. So funny story. I tried watching it with my wife. She wasn't having it. Well, here's the thing. So we were ten minutes into the first episode, and she looks at me dead in my eyes. Rudyard, she looks me dead in my eyes and goes, "Oh wait, so which one's the Karate Kid?" Mm, done out. Uh, ho- hold up, uh, she done. has not seen a Karate Kid movie. Yeah. So I said, "You, you, 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 you get out of here. You get the hell out. You get out." My wife's big takeaway was, and this this may come across as some, somewhat vain, but she thought uh, both stars, particularly Ralph Macchio, aged oddly i okay i agree yeah until um we'll need to get into spoilers but remind me about another certain character all right um but next to the people next to the people who were who were in the karate kid movies they aged incredibly well oh well that's true but i'm just saying like ralph macho and it's funny because he was also in the outsiders and you go back and watch that and it was just like all studs and they all grew up, and like most of them are still studs. And he just, uh, Katie's point was like, he was like a good looking kid, like in the Karate Kid. Like he was like a good looking like. High yeah, he was kid. also like twenty five years old. Well, yeah, he was a little bit older. He was a good looking. <laughs> no, he was like twenty three. Twenty. He was a good looking grown yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, but now he looks like I, I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's his haircut or if it's his face. Or no, he's still got a baby face with wrinkles. It's weird. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's that's that. But mm-hmm. I would I would definitely watch it. All right, let's go to spoilers here. Spoilers, sure. spoilers, spoilers. Uh, first off, this is a big debate I had with my wife the entire time because we are split on this. Which dojo would you be in? Fucking Cobra Kai. 100% Cobra Kai. Are you kidding? She wants Miyagi-Do. She says she likes the outdoor like fountains and shit. No. I'm like, no. there. No. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. That's how like, I live my life anyway. I think of my my... Again, you know, I was uh, playing sports growing. Yes. I was pretty aggressive, pretty aggressive. Yes. So yeah. I don't Gotta and like I tried. I tried Miyagi-Do and I hated it. Yeah, it's not for me. It's not I for wanted me. I wanted fucking babes. Yeah. And ass kicking that and and dare I say it, fucking Guns and Roses. That's fucking what I wanted. Guns and, I wanted Guns and Roses. Now, you know me, I'm not a big snake guy, but I'll call a cool logo when I see a cool logo. That's a cool logo. And, a cool, cool logo. We, and black and gold. You know, we black know I gold. love the black and gold. Love the black and gold. You know what I'll do? I'll throw down, you know, a dozen Coors banquets every night. <laughs> I got no Ooh, problem wouldn't. with that. Ooh, That's wouldn't. a sick bottle, by the way. And like say Johnny uh, Johnny Lawrence's favorite movie is Iron Eagle, which again is yeah. the most ridiculous. <laughs> like it's so ridiculous. <laughs> He's the Jeppy! man. Like he he's, watches the thing. He's getting pumped up watching Iron Eagle. He's he's so good. The Coors Banquets is hysterical because it's everywhere he goes. He's at the Mexican restaurant, Coors Banquet. Coors. In his off or at his house, Coors Banquet. At the and they Dojo, start like Coors making Banquet. fun of him. And the funniest thing is the times where he's drunk, he's not drinking Coors. He, it's like he can't get drunk off Coors Banquet. Now, Coors Banquets, he's no problem. The little I love ponies, it. too. He's got like little so, pony bottles. No, I lo- so this is what I was saying. I think for Halloween, I'm going to get like a, I got to get like a black ghee and then just Coors Banquets and then I'll be Johnny Lawrence. You get a little blonde wig, too. How good is that? Yeah, a little blonde wig and a little like a little headband. Boom. Yeah. Boom. There you go. There's Johnny, Johnny Lawrence. And Katie, and Katie can be, what's her name? Allie? Uh, at, no. Allie come back. Uh, Sam- Samantha. Sam LaRusso. Boom. S- Get her a white gi, 
Yeah. Boom. The daughter. There you go. How, how do you like that? Yeah, because she, she has big Miyagi dough. Big and, and then uh, you Miyagi-Do. get CC a little mohawk. She can be your little hawk. She can be a little hawk. I'm big hawk, the fullback. Big hawk to- <laughs> I got that big cock, the fullback. No, hawk. I, I went to walls for you. I went to wall. I hadn't heard that, and you sent it to me via text. I hadn't heard that in years. I, went, jerky boys. A, I went down a jerky boys uh, rabbit hole, and I was just like dying, laugh, dying laughing. Jerky boys is so funny. <laughs> um, so best worst parts of each season. So first of all, season one I really liked, and because most of it was Johnny Lawrence, and then Johnny Lawrence getting his dojo up and running having just miguel as a student i also mm-hmm. really like miguel i think mm-hmm. those to me are the two strongest characters their relationship is great him ripping on him at the beginning like him like when he's like talking to him about like well my guidance counselor said this he's like all right listen up you don't you don't <laughs> listen to your guidance counselor anymore you listen to me got it and he's like yeah all right fine <laughs> like that stuff's so good when he gets all the new kids at first is hilarious like when he's just ripping them it's oh, got lip- shades yeah shades of billy bob thornton and bad santa it's not and full a, there just a little bit of kenny powers as a gym teacher too he's little got a kenny little powers, bit of that yeah ba- uh, walter Matthau, bad news bears yeah like there it's a little bit of it's a little bit of that i love it i love all the 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 training stuff i love sort of the story arc of season one again very simple and just really leaning in on the Johnny Lawrence character. But there is also a part at the beginning, and I don't think it's a mistake where they make Daniel LaRusso a car salesman. And so you're wondering, you're like, all right, is he kind of a bad guy jerk now? But then they kind of, they swerve it pretty quickly that he's not. But you wonder at first. You wonder at first, but at the same time, uh, I just had a hard time liking Danny LaRusso because it's like everything he does... It's kind of out of pity for Johnny. Like he thinks he's he, he is better than him, but he, he lets him know that he's better than him, right? You know, and Johnny, being you know who he is, is kind of like stuck in his way, and like yeah. very much stuck in his ways. The fact that he drives what is it a uh, Trans Am and love listens it. to because I love when he gets the new car and he takes out the stereo and puts <laughs> in the cassette player. Like so that was good. the shit. That was so good. That tells you everything you need to know about that guy. Oh, you know he he's great. And uh, so I, I like that. I like. I don't think there was a lot of bad parts in season one. Like nothing really, really bugged me that bad in season one. No, and the only thing that bugged me again is Danny Larusso. Like it's you have a hard time liking him because yeah, you have this idea that Johnny hasn't let go what happened to him, and he's kind of stuck in that moment where he gets crane kicked in the face. Like they 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 kind of hammer it on you. Like they keep showing it over and over and over again. So it's in his head that plays over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But by the same time, like Larusso hasn't let let it go either because all of that is his brand. So he's still doing the karate chopping, the competition, yeah. giving people bonsai trees. Like that's just a big a part of who he is, right. as it is for Johnny. It just channeled in different ways. And I love when Johnny is explaining to Miguel the story. And it's like so one-sided about how yeah. like, yeah, then like this guy, then he sucker punched me and he did all this stuff and, and like completely the, leaves out the, the fact that he's like a bull, but he himself was a bully. Right. But that's the whole story that they, that they said about um, in that video, in that YouTube video, they're like, you know, he never, like he pushed him, but he like, no, he, yeah. the, he stood up and sucker punched him. Like that, that was the whole, he, like, he yeah, wrestled yeah, yeah. away the radio yeah. He fell and got up and punched him. So he uh-huh. threw the first punch. Like he started that shit. And who and like stole said, whose girl? 
Exactly. And yeah. that, again, we'll get into that. But yeah, we will. And as someone pointed out, too, they do say in the Karate Kid, no kicks to the face. Right. It was and a legal he kick. Win, yeah, legal he kick. wins yeah. on a kick to the face. Yeah. Uh, CT yeah. Rebel in the chat also points out one of the great scenes in the first uh, season is before Johnny's got his dojo up and running. He's like uh, handyman, handyman, yeah. basically. And he's hanging a TV on a wall. The lady's like, what are you doing? It's on the wrong wall. He's like, you said across from the door. She's like, not that door, that the door. And she points like the door next to him. So and then he sees her later on in season two. Oh, that was so when funny. he's like on like Tinder a- or whatever. And I funny. thought they were going to hook up. I thought and they were going to have oh, yeah. sex, but but I it was funny. I didn't recognize. I recognized her. I'm like, where have no. I seen her before? Yeah. She's like, you're the one who hung the TV on the wrong wall. I'm like, oh, so you good. bitch. Yeah, so, so good. And she goes, oh, you, you called me a bitch. No, I said like, you were bitching at me. Yeah, you're bitching at me. I thought they were going <laughs> to hook up, but that it, it, it didn't happen. A uh, couple of the best parts from season two to me were uh, Johnny discovering the internet. I think that was like episode three. That was hilarious. Like that was so funny. It was just so good. Like he, like he had never seen it. It's just like he's like looking up karate stuff. He's doing everything. I liked uh, the addition of Stingray. <laughs> yeah, good, good comedic effect. So funny when he's like that. His girlfriend he's with. He's like, I thought we were going to a party at your friend's yeah. house. He's like I, these are my friends. Their parents aren't home, and he's yeah, got the forty hands. Like that guy's that fucking when they're nice. at uh, the, where they're at the the competition in the woods, and he hides in the leaves and jumps up and wins it. Is so good, <laughs> so good. He's it was good to, for him to break it up because season two, the best parts of season two for me, I think my favorite episode was the one it was. I think it was called Right Turn, on uh, the one where they visit uh, Tommy in the hospital. Oh that yeah. Was- that was just such a good episode, and they bring like back I said, all those guys from Cobra Kai. Like the, the only Cobra one, guys. the only one who was missing was Dutch. Um, and funny enough, Dutch was played by Steve McQueen's son. Oh wow! And that guy's been out of show business for I guess for years, so he didn't come back. But to they bring re- all those guys back, them, though, right? They do, yeah. Um, and uh, or they they say mention something. No one's seen him in years. You know, yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Him in years. Yeah. Um. So seeing. William Zabka. I almost called him because it his, in Billy the eighties he was Billy Zabka. The whole it's, it's now he's William Zabka. Zabka. He's so seeing now. Billy Zabka next to those guys. Oh yeah, he looks great. He looks great. <laughs> like he looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, they said he was in jail. That's right. They said he. They said Dutch was in jail. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I also thought the ending like really kind of picked up because I thought some of the storylines in season two kind of lulled for me. And by the end, you have the mega fight at the school, like a crazy like a fight, crazy one shot. They did a yeah. crazy one shot with that. They just that was kept awesome. going. It was it was nuts. And first of all, the whole school now knows karate because they're in one of the two dojos. <laughs> They've been doing karate for six months, and everyone's a fucking black belt. So that's another that, thing. Yeah. Okay. So that uh, to go back to season one, maybe like the one thing that wasn't the best is like Miguel just learned how. Like think about what they made in the Karate Kid. Like what a lifestyle that was, and like yeah. for those kids to get there. Miguel just picked it up. Robbie Keane just picked it up. Hawk just picked it up, and they were three of the four finalists. Yeah, and this Miguel, Miguel won the All Valley Tournament. The thing that like eluded Johnny Lawrence. Well, actually, Johnny won it, didn't he? Like before Larusso, right? Is that what happened? Did did Johnny was like the two yeah, time like champ? Two time champ. Yeah, yeah he yeah, won yeah. in like he won in eighty one and eighty two and lost in eighty three. Okay, right or eighty four? No, eighty four. He I won eighty two, eighty three, lost eighty four. I think that's right. Yeah, but still, like they build it up. Like, but he had like dedicated his life to it, and like Miguel shows up and wins the whole thing. But yeah. what? But whatever. Um. But the ending goes crazy, and then it's just super high stakes, and then Miguel gets kicked off the balcony, and you think he's 
dead at first. Well, I said out loud as this whole thing, I was like, when when Sam and Tori started fighting upstairs. on the stairs, I go, someone's going to get fucking killed. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and my favorite teacher moment, because I know teachers who would have said this, they would have come out in a fight and been like, I don't get fucking paid for this. I'm not touching anyone. Because mm-hmm. the problem is, as a teacher, I mean, I know this is a show, you touch a kid, you're done. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're breaking up a fight. It doesn't yeah. matter. You're done. They're so like, there's people it. who'd be like, not and people like, the teacher should have stepped in. Bullshit. No teacher would have stepped in on that. No, None. no, no. I understand. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, Stingray was there because he was applying oh. for the security job. And he started cleaning house. And what were those fucking moves he was doing? They were like the weird. He was like hip checking people and like getting down on a knee and punching him in the calf. He was so, doing some like weird shit. He had to weird. So this is why, and I still really like the show. Don't get me wrong, but this is why season two I wasn't as big a fan of. I thought there was too much of the Daniel Larusso and his wife relationship, him balancing the car dealership with the Miyagi Do. I didn't care at all about those two. I also don't really like Dimitri, and it was oh my real... god, that's that's exactly okay. what I hoped you would say. That's yeah. the down, the worst part about season two. Yeah, enough with the Dimitri. Dimitri killed me, and like then Hawk, like Hawk was fine, but then like when he's a... dragged in with that stuff, it's a little yeah. much with the tattoos and all that shit. So I yeah. couldn't place that kid for the life of me. I had no idea. I'm like, I've fucking seen that kid. Which before. one, Dimitri or Hawk? Hawk. I'm like, I've seen that kid before. Do you know where I know him from? No. In the Parks and Rec episode with the Pawnee Rangers, he's the kid who fucking leaves and goes to the goddesses. He's <laughs> the kid who bails on Ron Swanson to go ahead to have like the cotton candy <laughs> party or whatever. That's pretty and I'm funny. looking at that kid. I'm like, you yeah. fucking, you bailed on Ron Swanson. Yeah. You don't belong point. in Cobra Kai. And I also, I'm not a big Robbie Keane fan. I'm not, I don't, I don't like the look I'll tell him. you, he, he's an athlete. Like you yeah. watch these kids kind of muddle through it and try to do karate. He's a pretty good yeah. athlete. Yeah, you can I hate move his around. hair. I don't like his haircut. My wife was came in. She's like, the yeah. kid looks like Jonathan Brandis. I'm like he kind of does. He does. He looks like Brandis, but also like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It's yeah, like a, it's he's like got a combo like that weird nineties kid. Yeah. And that hair sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So middle yeah, part. Get the fuck out of here all, with that. But basically, too much Dimitri, too much Robbie Keane. Uh, because the the Tory Samantha stuff, I was good with. I thought that was pretty good. I liked I liked that in season three. You know what I like, too, about the show? A lot of, like, high school shows are so afraid of when kids go to parties. And I know it's not kids shouldn't drink before. I'm not advocating teen drinking, but it happens, right? I was so happy that this show was like, no, we're going to show you what kids do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're not going to be like, oh, they're drinking, like, nondescript stuff out of, like, a red Well, then you should watch the show. uh, Is it called Euphoria on HBO? Uh, So I've I've heard things. I've heard good (laughs) things about it. I have not seen it, but I they're like that's like next level. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, there's no like kids aren't doing like designer drugs and whatever. Like they're gonna find someone's house where no parents are. Yeah, but that's what they're gonna that, drink. First of all, and then they're they, gonna do full on karate fights. Yeah, that's I did karate at parties. What you're gonna do now? Here's I was uh, going back to like midway through season one. I would I would look over to my wife and say they need to get Elizabeth's shoe back. I kept saying it, kept saying it, kept saying it. She obviously played Allie, and that was the uh, the, the love triangle there with Johnny Lawrence and Daniel mm-hmm. LaRusso. And they show her in highlights. Uh, Johnny references her a lot and says how like like he references her. They uh, they he even talks about it with Daniel at one point. Like he's like, oh, like yeah, like you know, she's on Facebook or whatever. But like I mean, what, that's what he's learning about the internet. He's like, what the yes, he's learning about all that. So he's like. Yeah. 
and then finds out that like he's married and like so they look at the guy remember they're like making fun of the guy so they can like bond yeah. on that but so anyway at the end he ends up and he didn't even mean to he got bumped into and he ended up yeah. sending her like a message on facebook and then the very end of season three you don't really know what's going on with miguel and then you also find out that elizabeth shoe has sent Johnny a friend request on Facebook. Allie Mills, she has sent him a, f- a friend request. Now, she has to be in season three. She has to be. And it was so funny because a friend of mine who I work with, what's up, Cougs? I'm giving him a shout out right now. So he okay. uh, he was started watching The Boys, right? And he was so excited. He just started watching The Boys at our recommendation. And then he, he was asking me about Cobra Kai. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been watching Cobra Kai. He's like... Oh yeah, it's so good. He's like, oh man. He's like, I hope, I hope, uh, like Elizabeth Shue can like find some time between like doing the boys, yeah, and Cobra Kai. Like if she can get on the show, and then somebody who had finished the boys mm-hmm. was like, yeah, she's available. Oh yeah, she's she's available. And he was like, God damn it! Like he hasn't finished <laughs> season one yet. Oh, because that was yeah, yeah. He was like, ah oh, shit. And he was so pissed, but yeah, still a funny story, but. Yeah, she, I can't wait. For so she she has to be back. Uh, we haven't even mentioned Crease coming back, and so that was the other part yeah. I was gonna say. So, is so yeah. great cliffhanger at the end of season one, but I don't know. He also kind of bugged me in season two. Like I kind of get it. It's it's over the top, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's eighties um, movie villain. Like he's the real villain in the whole thing, and so I again, think that's the whole point of, of season two. That's what I also wanted to point out about uh, Daniel Daniel Larusso's wife, which is funny because she's like, all right, like she's so downplays his achievements because like she wasn't there for it and she's yeah. like oh great like you're a karate rival like you guys are fighting in the backyard like okay so, great i know i'm dipping into the anecdote pool a little too much today but when i stopped playing hockey um i started do i needed something to do so i started doing uh jujitsu and like krav maga yeah. krav maga and i started yeah. like muay thai like i started just fight because one of my roommates was big into it so i was like all right go with him and i just needed something to do after school so when i moved back to i was in connecticut and i moved to waltham i started doing krav maga again and this is about the time i started dating my now wife and she would constantly tell people just to piss me off she's like oh there's people like oh you seeing you seeing ryan tonight and she and she'd go no, he has karate. He's doing karate tonight. <laughs> and I'm like, I've stopped telling people I'm doing fucking karate. I look like Kramer in Seinfeld. She's like, no, you do karate. Yeah. I'm like, I don't do karate. I don't and do it was karate. Like, it's just now, to this day. Kids. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So she was like, every night, like, oh, you're watching your karate movies? You want to do karate again? <laughs> Are you going to do karate again? You can open up a karate no, school. No, I'm not. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. not. And, and if it's I did, awesome. I'd be in Cobra Kai. And it's and sweet. I'd be so, yeah. It'd be so badass. And our geese don't have sleeves. No. So there. Because we're all about being bad at Another problem I had with Johnny Lawrence as they're trying to turn him into a uh, sympathetic figure and a good guy, he is not as badass. He's not. And that, he still well, says you're badass, that... but I don't like that. You know me. Cheap shots. Go ahead. Cheap shot him. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. What? E- exploit an injury. Cheap shot. Oh, so we should exploit rules <laughs> when people don't make them and to our advantage. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but you didn't even do it necessarily to your advantage entirely. I absolutely did. I won. You should have taken the five best songs in the world and just said, that's it. Yeah. That's Billy Jean, Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's, it's the only, only hit I, I recognize. The only hit I know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's my only hit. Yeah. But that's uh, we are the champions like, by Queen. It, it's a tough. That's my song. So it's, it's, their a, only, it's their one hit that they had in a Mighty Duck song. Yeah. So a Mighty Duck movie. So there you go. And that's the only movie I've ever seen. So exactly. I feel like 
it's a tough balance because he does need to be badass. He does need to just punch a guy in the mouth at any turn. But he got a little soft on me, and it's like a little with the sun and everything else. And, and like, I eh. think that only furthers the crease storyline a little bit because that then you can drive the wedge between them. Like well, he's so gone Kreese, soft, and Crease yeah. has his dojo now. Crease has taken over Cobra Kai because they're blaming him for Miguel's injury now. Mm-hmm. So don't you envision? And we already know there's going to be a season three. Don't you envision? Johnny's going to have to try to win back Miguel's trust. I'm curious how Miguel feels about him. I'm guessing they're going to set it up like Miguel is pissed at him because he's like, I had him beat and I showed mercy, like you said, and now I'm in a wheelchair or whatever. Like that, that's my guess. But Johnny loves, he loves Miguel more than he loves his own son. And he's going to try to like help rehabilitate him. That's my guess. Yeah, I think, and I think it's starting over. I think you start, a brand new thing. So you have Miyagi-Do, you have Cobra Kai, and there's got to be something in the middle because they brought, they made a point of talking about the Miyagi balance thing. And that was mm-hmm. like basically the whole part of, of season two was the yeah. whole balance thing. Yeah. So I think they need that to balance out a little bit. I say he just takes Cobra Kai. So it's CK and just make the Cobra with a K and the Kai with a C. Oh, there you go. Just, that- <laughs> just flip it. <laughs> um, but one of the, my favorite lines, I was just thinking about it right now, when he's dropping his kid off at school the first day, and he's like, they still, uh, I got you pens and papers and stuff. He's like, couldn't find any trapper keepers. Are those still cool? And his oh, kid's so like good. looking at him, and he yeah. goes, I had, a, I had one. Had a jet plane on it. Sick. Sick. <laughs> it was oh, sweet. So funny. <laughs> was so sweet. Yeah. I just feel like it had a jet fighter on it. Yeah. Sick. What? <laughs> Sick. Are, those still, are those still a thing? <laughs> those still cool? Yeah, he's far, no, he's far and away my favorite character. I'd say Johnny 1. Then I would say uh, Miguel 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Sam and Tori. I like them both. Okay, now, now you got to pick. Well, they're a little young, but I would... Little- if you, if you were, if you were to, if you were to, now they're in like twenties, so let's. They're younger okay. than us, but they're okay. You're, it's fair game. Yeah. If, so I'll say this: if I was Miguel, yes, I would pick Tori. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, I hate agreeing with you so much, but that yeah. that's, but that's the, just the that's right the call. clear choice. Sam seems like a sweetheart of a of a gal, but look at yeah. you and I <laughs> know each other well enough, and we have yeah. been around enough rich girls to know we don't belong there. Yeah, you know no, that's that. Ain't I don't. Our scene. That is not my thing, right? <laughs> no, that is true. What about Moon? Moon. So that w- what a wonderful thing that they did with Moon's character. For I yeah. thought she was kind of like on the. And they did. Um. So they have. Uh, <laughs> you oh, have Hawk like doing his like bumping like running into things like touch my hair and he's like trying yeah. to be all alpha with this this girl was her, yeah. um Piper, um. And then they have like you know Moon have a female love interest. I love that. I love Why that not? for them. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So uh, Dimitri, Robbie, uh, they're probably I hated my least Dimitri. Favorite. Even the the guys that work with Larusso, like his cousin, like mm, not for me. Like if not I great. were, I would never be. But if I were in Miyagi Do karate, yeah, I know we're all about defense in Miyagi Do. Yeah, someone's got to fucking stomp him on hole and. Dimitri, like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, or at yeah, least yeah. someone has to turn around and be like, shut up. 
It was a pretty good scene though, like when they were in like the freezer and they in he was like, go ahead, like two, and then the two like he blocks one and they're like, Oh my god. Then like five, it kicks him right in the stomach, like knocks the wind out of him. Oh, that kid sucks. Yeah, just like but but like just annoying. But I think the over what I like most about seasons one and two, too, is looking at um as someone who works with young people all the time, like how you have to coach kids now is hmm. odd and you know um like i remember like a youth baseball coach calling me an asshole like to my face you yeah know what I mean? oh yeah and like a hundred percent like it's yeah. definitely different now like i remember thinking back like my middle school basketball coach now it's middle school but still what are you 13 14 yeah and, like some of the conversations he would have with us were probably not what he should be saying today would be fireable 100 percent. yeah yeah like i've had you know i've had coaches call me like a piece of shit and like mm-hmm. you know like and mean it um and just like that old school mentality and how kids are complete and i think one of the things that i you see in johnny is that he realizes like kids are so different now yeah and the i and so one of the characters i really liked was the character aisha um yeah miss robinson yes um because you know she comes to karate for like the right reasons like she's getting no one's hurting her, but she's getting bullied at school through social media and like all this shit. And like, and how Johnny's harmful? So like, she's yeah, she's like they're yeah. telling me online like to lose weight and kill myself. And he's like, and he has that great conversation with her where yeah. he's like, they're fucking cowards. Like, what a they, bunch of pussies. He's yeah, like, yeah. they don't, they do they do it they don't do it to your face. Yeah, like he can't believe it. He can't believe it. And he's like, why can't you just fucking kick their ass? Like you can't do yeah. that anymore. How good is that scene where it's just him or just Aisha and Miguel? And he's like, let's see what she's got. Fight. <laughs> and Miguel's like, what? <laughs> like, I've been training for a while now. Like, what are we yeah. doing? He's like, what, she you, just uh, bodies him. Fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then she <laughs> smacks him around. And I love the first season where he just, quiet. We just like, starts oh, yelling he's at everybody. He's, so, yeah. he, he's great. So I'm interested to see where he's going to go. Like, every time he's on camera you're not disappointed it's no, when they go away no. from him for too long is where i'm like mm. but overall very good show very, but very i good. do like that the, like he's actually fucking trying like they almost at some point put it to bed like the two of them larusso and lawrence they oh, kind of put it to bed and then the shit hits the fan like every single two time. or two or three times they like got they had like a major breakthrough only for something to happen like right all of a sudden, Sam gets drunk and Robbie takes him to his house. And then well, they the dojo gets there. trashed like well, while they're, they're out having beers together. Right. Like, and know, they blame so him because it's all yeah. creased with Hawk. Uh, all right. Well, anything else on that before we get to the old P- I can't wait. For, I can't wait for season three. Yeah, I'm looking forward I'm to excited. that. So I, yeah. I, it just says 2021. I don't know the exact uh, month or whatever, but uh, we will be uh, eyes open for that cool, bad yeah. boy. Here we go. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I, I'll receive okay. uh, this week because I got a little bit of a weird one, and this one kind of took me by surprise. So uh, my older daughter, who's six, is super into animals. Like, she loves animals. So I saw this documentary on Netflix. I'm like, she might really like this, so I'll check it out. Um, it's called My Octopus Teacher. Um, oh, I heard. Is this sad? A little. It's okay. Fucking incredible. Oh, okay. Like it's it's so good. I think it's like ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, but it's yeah, like I heard about it. if you're if you're a person like me who kind of struggles time to time, like with 
<laughs> with your I want to say like with your life, but I don't struggle with but like I struggle I know with, what you mean. Yeah. You know, like my place, you know, in yeah. in uh um watch this movie. Okay. Like watch watch I won't say anything else about it, but watch right. it. I have two things, but they're both of the uh I plan on watching. So mm-hmm. a little bit different, but they're both on Netflix because I figure people that watch Cobra Kai uh are on the Netflix. Uh Ratchet is out. That is the basically the prequel to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is right. also available now on Netflix. If you I'm either haven't off seen Ryan it, Murphy, though. so like, I am interested in this. I know it's going to be very gory, and maybe that's over, too much for some people. But I do like Sarah Paulson, and I'm interested in what they do with this character because I would say so. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest came out in I think '75, and they won Best Actor and Best Actress at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And Nurse Ratchet, I don't think really deserved being best actress. She was just kind of like there. She was just like a character. Yeah. Like the movie was really good. She didn't do anything that special. But I'm curious to see like what got her to be that to that point. And that's what the story is about. So that series just came out. And the other thing I started, it's like a two and a half hour movie or whatever, 220. And I just watched the first 20 minutes of it is with Millie Bobby Brown called Enola Holmes. It's the yes. younger sister of Sherlock and uh, Mycroft Holmes. And her mother goes missing, and she needs to find her mother. That's basically the premise. And so I'm 20 minutes in. It's a little weird. Like she, Millie Bobby Brown's obviously very good, but they're doing like the Deadpool thing where she's like talking to the camera a little bit. Yeah. So my mom came to stay with us a couple days um, to take care of the girls when they're in hybrid schooling, and she started watching it, and I kind of popped my head in, and that was the very first thing I saw. She kind of turned to the camera. Yeah. She looks so much older. Yeah, she does. She does. Like, and I'm not. I'm not being weird. Like she just looks. No, no she does. Yeah. Henry Cavill plays Sherlock Holmes, and Helena Bonham Carter plays the mom. So I'm only 20 minutes in, and it wasn't like I was bored. I, I liked it. I just I was doing other stuff. So that's I, kind I, of a beefy Sherlock, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't know how much more he's going to be in it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this is like a movie about her. So yeah. but they they put him in there. He's got the. Accent. But I always I always picture Sherlock Holmes like I see Benedict Cumberbatch like kind of like lanky like kind of like but smart yeah. you know yeah 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 I hear you. All right, well that's that. Uh, again, Dorktober begins, and Ryan, we just came up with an idea, and we we're did. gonna figure out what exactly we're gonna do. But next week, and it may not be Monday, but we'll tweet out when it's gonna be. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Y'all remember them? And Davey and I are gonna go over some of our favorite ones. So that is gonna kick off Dorktober five. A new beginning. So it'll be all scary stuff with the exception of season two of the boys uh, coming out next month, including our murder mystery, the return of the murder mystery. So I'm excited for that. You can rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and just about everywhere else. Podcasts are available. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dork podcast. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dork podcast. Davey's on Twitch. Whenever he gets a free moment, I will never get a second to breathe. We can do Twitch. it. Yep. TV slash Arvon D. And then you can also check out the, uh, the, Facebook page, the hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. Check out what we're doing along with Which, Mac and Goo, Pop Culture Pilot Driver, Change My Mind Pod. Yes. And the newly added furlough friends That's to right. the uh, Shared Gooniverse. So we'll give them a plug too. Give them a pop. Lucy and, and, uh, uh, and Nick. Yes. And Dr. Joe and Shime's Twitch page as well. So yes. that'll do it for us. Uh, Ryan, what do they say about wombats? Square buttholes, baby. Mm-hmm. Cobra Kai never dies.